this is the inquisitive nobody podcast where i share my perspective even though our perspectives might not be shared my name is martini jean and i'm going to be talking about married at first sight episode two i've never met my fiance but before we get into that there's a little something that's going on in the news well not even in the news but in social media that's going on right now that i kind of want to address And not that there's beef or anything like that, because I know once you start talking about things, people already think that you're opposed to it or that you want people to get canceled or stuff like that or things shouldn't happen because of your anger or whatever. No, it's just me wanting to really discuss something that is not really necessarily a big deal, but that I'm like, all right. People can have an opinion and you don't need to be angry about it on both ends. So there's a there's so there's a challenge that's going on right now in social media and it's called challenge accepted. And the initial uh, premise of it is to and it's for women and it's to nominate people to change to, you know, take a selfie or whatever or change their picture the picture that you um what that you use for this challenge and change it to black and white and you just um you say good things about that person or whatever or 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 bring attention to that person saying that they're awesome and that's cool you know that that's that's fine there's no, there's nothing wrong with that but um there have been some people that were just like, I don't get what this is about. And at first I didn't get what it was about too, because I had a lot of people on my timeline changing their picture and changing it to black and white and saying, I nominate this person and this person's cool. And it's like, okay, all right, I get it. But then, um, let me see it. Let me go through my phone. And there was one instance where somebody, uh, let's see. If I can get it here, and there was there was a lady that I follow, and she was just saying, "Look, I, you know, I don't understand this whole challenge accepted thing. I like, I don't get it." And it was just a genuine concern because she she really didn't get it. And then that person reposted a tweet from somebody else, from another woman actually saying, "What is the point of this challenge accepted thing?" Do people not know that you can just post a hot selfie for no reason? And the original person was saying, thanks for understanding me and my confusion at this thing. And then I started looking at it and I was like, yeah, you know what? That that kind of does make sense. Why does it need to be a, a group effort thing that's like, hey, um, I'm calling attention to myself and... And I'm saying that these people that I've nominated are awesome. Like, you're awesome. No, you're awesome. And stuff. And it was like, okay, well, what's the, what's the actual point? Because it's a group efforted thing. And I've seen some things. I did a little research and it was saying for female empowerment. It was like, oh, all right. All, all for that. Um, that That's cool. But again, it, it was, it. I, I guess my thing was like, I didn't get how this was any different from let's say any other thing 
involving female empowerment or just saying, hey, check out my friend's art work and that's it. You know, like it seemed like a very serious thing, but it seemed frivolous and almost performative. And I know that's going to trigger a lot of people like, oh, my God, look at the, look at this man. He's mansplaining our own challenge. How can he do that? Blah. And for one, I can have an opinion on anything that I want to have an opinion on, regardless of what the origin is, if it's coming from a woman or a man, because I am a human and I have opinions and I shall share them. Sorry. And two, I really didn't get the point because my, my thing is, it's like, all right, I have this friend who's a cosplayer, right? Fantastic cosplayer. And 90% of her Insta stories, and she puts a lot of them. Let's say she puts like, whew, about like 20 or 30, like a day, okay? And all she does is post other people, post other people's cosplay to bring awareness to their cosplay. And then those cosplay people bring back awareness to her because you'll see her picture come up. You know how Instagram works. When you include somebody in your story, they can also include you in theirs. So you'll see her picture come back again and saying, and she'll say, oh my goodness, thank you so much for thinking that my cosplay is awesome, but I think you're awesome, you know. But I I consider that much different from this challenge accepted thing because, and not even because this person is my friend, but it's just like, like oh, okay, she's bringing awareness to other people. That's cool. I, I, I like that, and that's awesome. But this one, but the challenge accepted, just it, it just seems like it, you're just patting yourself on the back for, like, existing, which is fine, too. <laughs> you know, no one says that you can't big yourself up and be great. But, again, it seems like there really isn't a point to it you know uh, other than to stroke your own ego but and i saw a uh a tweet saying I guess this was from the new york times or something and it was by brooke hammerling which is 46 and i don't know if she's a famous person or whatever I, i'm sorry but she said i'm 100 percent for women supporting women but i don't understand how a black and white vanity selfie does that and again i was like yeah I, I don't get how that is. Uh, I really don't. Um, but then somebody was saying that, um, oh, I'm sorry, not not even somebody. Uh, Kathy Andley, she is a famous author, and she has written God Save the Queens, The Essential History of Women in Hip Hop, which was, I believe, got a number one bestseller. So that's great. Congratulations to you. And it is a good book. I mean, I've had it for a couple of months but I've I've haven't like sat down and read the whole thing. I'm still chomping through at it, you know. Uh, but it it is a good read, so people should get it. Um, and there hasn't been a, a history of women in hip hop book. I don't want to say ever because I don't want to slight anybody who has made the attempt. But this is a very cohesive and coherent and large book on the history of women in an industry who haven't really gotten their shine. Of course, there's been like Little Kim, Foxy Brown, 
uh, Rhapsody, Nicki Minaj, now Meg Thee Stallion, and Rennie Rucci, and Mulatto, you know, all these, all these different people, and that's great, you know, but you got to know, just like on the male side, that we know Karras one Biz Marquis, Slick Rick, you know, all those people, we need to know where the origins of women have started as well. So this, if you want to know that stuff, this is a great asset and a great book to listen to. I mean, to, well, yeah, to listen to on audiobook or also to read to either physical or paperback, you know, so you should definitely pick it up. But she writes, uh, Kathiana Lee writes in her uh, response to that tweet or quote, she says, it's so sad when self-love and celebrating the beauty of your fellow fellow sisters gets called vanity at a time where our president is openly is openly hating women and Breonna Taylor's killers aren't behind bars yet because yet because the most overlooked and undervalued members of society are black women. Perhaps we should all just catfight since complimenting each other gets us crucified. Who wants to meet me? Who wants to fight me first? Wear a mask, though. JK, fuck the haters. And you know what? I get it. I completely understand. So, but here's the thing. That puts weight into the black and white selfie thing. Because without without context, it does just seem like you're just patting yourself on the back. So, we, w- once we get that context, it's... It, now we know, okay, this is what this means. to uh, Well, at least to the people that are doing it. Because, because all that it looks like is just like you're just, you know, doing the the gun, <laughs> the gun and wink thing at each other and saying, hey, guys, you're awesome for just being here. And it's like, OK. Um, so. So, yeah, but. I guess but there, there, there does bring a point to this because it's because she says because the most overlooked and undervalued members of society are black women. So. I think people are trying to look for a reason why this matters. So maybe the challenge accepted, the challenge accepted challenge should be promoting black women, you know, because they are by, by this quote, the most overlooked and undervalued members of society. Right. So maybe the challenge should be changed and you promote black women because I saw one that somebody put challenge accepted and someone put Breonna Taylor and I was like okay now this makes more sense why don't you promote black women you know because again I'm not saying that if you're not black that you should not be celebrated but if this is a if this if this challenge accepted is to promote women and black women are the most overlooked and undervalued members of society then ergo shouldn't you be promoting black women you know but then i went to another friend's uh another friend's um page and i saw the real origin of the black and white uh picture and i was like oh see this is great because apparently america you know remember that game telephone 
and you start from one end and you just say a phrase and let's say there's 10 people in between you and then there's the 11th person. So you say a phrase and you whisper it in somebody's ear and by the time it gets to that 11th person, it comes, it becomes a completely different thing. So I feel that that's what happened with this game. I mean with this game, with this challenge because it started off as something supremely serious and it ended up being what appears to be what appears to be just a pandering vanity project which to some people like Kathy it is not you know it's it's a female empowerment move which okay great i get it but i'm just saying what it appears to be not what i guess what people are saying that it is but this origin is saying this comes from uh, a girl has no president this is the this is a instagram account and that was the name and it says i'm going to read this thing it's it's pretty long but it but it but it matters so this person writes i see many of my non-turkish friends sharing black and white photos of themselves as a challenge but not knowing the reason or origin of the challenge. So here is my attempt to educate the little following I have. Please share this information if you want or support this movement so the message does not get lost in translation and so that that the challenge won't lose its meaning. Turkey is one of the top countries when it comes to femicides. Just on 2019, we have almost 500 recorded femicides. Femicides. Sadly, many of them remain unrecorded, and we have no real number as to how many women are murdered here every year. Just this week, we have several women murdered. We have had several women murdered. The government and our justice system does nothing to stop these crimes. Most often, the murderers barely get a slap on the wrist or no charges at all. As if this is not enough... Our government is trying to abolish certain aspects of Istanbul Convention, which is a human rights treaty that pr protects women against domestic violence. So not only are they not trying to stop it, they're literally trying to make it legal for them to not stop it. Turkish people wake up every day to see a black and white photo of a woman who has been murdered on their Instagram feed, on their newspapers, on their TV screens. The black and white photo challenge started as a way for women to raise their voice, to stand in solidarity with the women we have lost, to show that one day it could be their picture that is plastered across news outlets with a black and white filter on top. I have seen many of my international friends participate in this challenge without knowing the meaning. While I am aware that there is no ill will, it is important to remind ourselves why posting a picture with a black and white filter is a challenge to begin with. For more information on the matter, you can follow pages like All Turkish Cultural Club. Okay? So, there it is. That is the true meaning of uh, the black and white challenge photo thing. So, it was bringing awareness to what's going on in Turkey to all these females that are dying. And they're putting them up as sort of like a memorial thing. And I get it. So, again, that's going on in Turkey while we were playing telephone and then it got to America and now the women are just putting up pictures like, Hey guys, look at me. You know, I'm awesome. And here are all my friends. My friends are awesome too. And it seems kind of like, ugh. seems kind of, ugh. kind of yuck, kind of yucky. But again, what do I know? Right. I'm a man, right? I don't know anything about women's issues apparently. So 
that that that's what that's what I get called off on, you know. And I got I was actually very scared to even talk about this subject because I know as a man I am not one I'm not going to be heard and two I quote unquote don't know what I'm talking about because I'm not a woman I'll never be a woman and you should shut up and sit down and play video games you know so that's my thing I'm not saying that women should stop the black and white challenge please promote yourselves you guys are great you know but it just seemed just kind of off that's it (laughs) you know that that that's pretty much it but you know again who am i to stop you 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 guys can do whatever you want okay it's your world (laughs) but anyway let's get to this um let's get to the main topic at hand all right so married at first sight episode two it's called i've never met my fiance all right so where we last left off in the last episode was that karen you know our favorite person um she found out who her husband was beforehand before walking down the aisle so she did her little and you know investigation into him going into his instagram and seeing all his uh pictures and devotionals and and his feelings remember that's the that's the thing that she that she didn't like about him he's so he's very emotional so you'll hear i mean go back to the last episode and you'll hear all my thoughts about that but yeah she considers him emotional so that was a big no-no for her but we start this episode with her crying so crying ass karen is still wavering on what to do about her future but then she eventually um buckles up and she's like okay let's go let's do this so she walks down the aisle and sees him and she's all you know she's she's okay um well actually oh i forgot i forgot all these quotes oh my goodness so look at me reading not reading my notes but she says that um i don't know if my family will like him i don't know if i'm gonna like him if we're gonna click but all these things that she's worried about she's already made a decision on that she's not gonna like him and she thinks that she's that they're not gonna click and i guess it doesn't matter if she doesn't know if um the family will like him because that that was gonna that was gonna be a thing regardless if you knew about him or not but since you had a preconceived notion about him because he shares his feelings and he's quote-unquote not your type you know you've already you already shot him down and i and i and with and with this show i really didn't want to i'm gonna try and just focus on my opinions and not necessarily on outside stuff because i I still haven't watched any of the regular youtube shows that i watch uh, who who are doing recaps as as i do because i don't want my opinions to get influenced but since i was backed up and had to watch this episode because there's an actually another episode tonight so i wanted to get this out of the way i decided hey i'm gonna go on twitter and just see what everybody's um thinking about this season so far and one person was like look karen you know um miles might not be your type but your type had a whole had a whole child in your relationship so you can just go on and it's totally right see this is what this is what 
frustrates me about women because they say that, oh, you know, this person is not my type. This person is not my type. But even before we met you and you told us about your last relationship, that person was your type and he was horrible. So for the people who don't know, who haven't gone back to the last episode or the episode even before that, uh, Karen went on the show because she was she was in a five. She found out she was in a five. She found out she was in a five year relationship, right, with this guy. But she found out during her relationship that that guy had a child with another person. Okay, that is your type, Karen. Okay, <laughs> that's your type. You chose that guy. Okay, you chose him. All right, Karen. So hearing all this stuff about Miles, again, they're like just juxtaposing each scene between Karen saying, oh, this guy is, I don't know, he shows too much feelings, I don't like it, blah, blah, blah. And you're hearing about, and you're seeing about Miles talk about him and his family talk about him. Like this guy has two degrees under his belt and he's going for a third. You know what I mean? And uh, Miles's sister was talking to him and saying that she he he showed her what it is to be a man you know like she sees she sees him as what it is to be a good man okay and mind you miles's father is there he's at the wedding okay so like so their father like doesn't even doesn't even register as a man to that daughter but Miles does, you know, and this chick who thinks she knows everything about Miles because of what he puts on Instagram, she's already like, ugh, forget it. Ugh. He's, ugh, no, I, I can't even deal with him. Ugh, you know, it's like, come on, man. So whatever, I hate Karen. But anyway, <laughs> so um, Miles's father talks to him, giving a good old fatherly advice. And I wrote this quote down. And it was pretty good. And I know that this might sound bad because I know that women don't like to be treated as objects. Like they don't, or not even treated as, well, yes, they don't like to be treated as objects, but they don't like to be compared to objects as well. You know, because they're human and they want to be treated as such and as they should. But there's just some things that get explained much better when you use objects in your anecdote <laughs> so the um miles's father's miles miles's father is talking about marriage and then he goes look it's a bank account always put in more than you take out 100 percent. okay withdraw if you withdraw there there are going to be some fees it's a bank account deposits not withdrawals and i get that i once you put it in those terms, I get it, you know, especially coming as a man, especially using money as the basis of your example. Men love money. You know, they they know that they need it in this course of life. And sad to say, they need it sometimes to attain a woman. And I'm not even talking about like a gold digger. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about women like they're meant to be in to be financially stable and though and that's not hate on women you have every right to 
feel that way. But at the same time, men, on the other hand, know that, okay, for me to exceed in life or maybe exceed in a relationship and or succeed in a relationship, I need money. So to put in though to so to use a money analogy to help me understand the importance of what I'm going through or what I'm about to go through is perfect. So let me read that again. It you know, marriage, it's a bank account. Always want to put in more than you can take out. One hundred percent, right? Withdraw, there are going to be some fees. It's a bank account. Deposits, not withdrawals. And that's true. You got to put it. You got to put it in, man. You got to put the work in more than you take out. Don't. And, and that's like literal and philosophical, too. You know, don't take things out, you know, or like don't or don't take your problems out on your significant other, too. You know, oh, always put in, always put in more, always put in the effort. What do women complain about after over time that. Their men isn't they aren't putting in the work that they used to, just like they did at the beginning. See, you're withdrawing. You're withdrawing yourself from the situation. No, you're supposed to put yourself in. Put yourself in even more, even more than sometimes that you want to, just so you can show your significant other, look, I'm here. I'm doing this with you. I'm here and I'm here for you, you know? And that's a, that's a, I don't even want to say that's a 50-50 thing. That's a 100-100% thing. Women should also, too, put in more than they take out. You know, women. it shouldn't be a man gives and a woman receives. It shouldn't be one way. It should be women give, too, and men receive. Because you know why? Because now both parties are satisfied. It shouldn't be a one-way street. Both parties should be satisfied. Just like I said in the last episode, it's a we thing. It's an us thing. You need to have an us mentality, a we mentality, not a I'm just going to do this for me. Or what are you what am I getting out of this? You know, maybe if you show me what I get out of this, maybe I'll do it then. No, it is an us mentality. It is a we mentality. What are we going to do about this? Where are we going in the future? How is this going to benefit us? This is how you do it. All right. So anyway, Miles goes to the um, Miles walks down the aisle. He says hello to Karen's mom and her side of the family, blah, blah, blah. And Karen comes out and she is not enthused at all during the entire ceremony. She is riddled with anxiety she starts crying and miles takes out a handkerchief just like his dad suggested while he was talking to them and she's like i'm sorry i'm sorry and you know she starts crying and miles is like no it's all right i got you and it was so cool because each um each wedding participant uh, not each wedding participant sorry each uh pastor um has something written down that that person's family says about that person so for so the pastor's like okay karen uh, miles's family and friends want you to know that miles is a b c d e whatever 
and it's all these things that you want in a partner, man. Like I, I, I really wish I wrote them down, but I didn't. But it was all very positive, you know. And I was just in me in my head. I was like, yeah, that's right. You hear that, Karen? You hear that? You see, you almost gave up on this dude. This guy is all this stuff, and you're just thinking about, oh, he has feelings. He has feelings. Oh my God, I can't stand feelings, you know. So, urgh, I hate that so much. <laughs> I hate that so much from her. But um, but yeah, so. Um, he's she's hearing all this, and then of course the bastard's like, Miles, this is all the things you should know about Karen, and all this stuff. So, but regardless, she was not enthused at all, at all. She was just, I mean, she was smiling nervously and all this stuff. So, they do each other's vows, and Miles was very heartfelt, and hers was very surface level, and. So they get to the part, all right, you know, you guys are husband and wife. You may kiss the bride. Miles, you may kiss the bride. So Miles, the gentleman that he is, asks permission to kiss her. And she's like, okay. But then she is like, you can kiss me on the cheek. And then he's like, all right. So he he kisses her. And the audience, um, you know, the audience in the crowd, the the family members are like, oh, you know, not like a, oh. It's like a aw, like the disappointed aw. And it's like, yeah, exactly. Mad disappointing. Oh, God, Karen, you're the worst. Anyway, so <laughs> they they leave they leave the ceremony and they go I think upstairs. Upstairs to the not not to their rooms. To um to the I guess not balcony, but like the the penthouse level, you know, just so they can talk by themselves before they go down and take pictures with their family and their families and all that stuff. So she admits that she did find out information about him. And he's like, oh, so you were stalking me. And she's like, I wouldn't call it stalking. And I was like, uh, yeah, I would call it stalking because you went to his you went to any information that was open to him. OK, you you were looking up his info like he cheated on you. Okay, you're like, I need to I need to find out if he's cheating. So you went through like his whole shit on Instagram. Okay, so I don't know why you were fronting like you weren't. But anyway, so throughout that throughout that conversation, he was talking about his life and all that stuff. And she was, too. And she felt a lot better. She said she felt a lot better. He's easy to talk to. He's really nice. And he's a gentleman. So there you go, Karen. You see, you just should have calmed your ass down and find out who he was as opposed to who you thought he was. So, yeah, so there's that. And also she says that, oh, yeah, so they're going down and taking pictures. And he asks her, oh, you know, you know, can I touch you? Because they're taking pictures and they need to be not intimate, but they need to be they need to be close to each other. So they start holding hands and. There's the, not monologue, but the voiceover, and she's and Karen says she moves slow when it comes to intimacy, and she says I'm not the girl that says give me a hug or let me hold your hand. You know I'm I'm not that. So I'm like, ugh, great. Here 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 we go again. Here's another Iris. You know Iris is I believe from season nine, and that was like the virgin who came on the show, and she said that she was going to. You know, she was waiting. Uh, she was waiting for marriage to, you know, give up, give herself up to her husband. And what is the show called? Married at First Sight. And 
every damn episode, she was talking about her virginity and how she wasn't going to give it up. And it was very annoying. So it just reminded me of this, too. And also why the a sixth sense of why I don't like Karen is because, you know, she's slow to intimacy. And that's not me saying that, like, yo, you need to drop your draws on the first date that I meet you. It's not I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying that she's slow and she's not the girl that says, give me a hug or let me hold your hand. My love language is physical touch. And we'll talk about the love, the love, the five love languages later in a future episode. Um, so, I, I, yeah, because I believe those things to be true. And I I went out with someone and that's how I went out with someone who did not like physical touch. And that's when I found out that my love language was physical touch because I felt so, so cold and so lonely, even though I was with somebody. And that's how I found out. So if I got to wait for you to give me a freaking hug or to hold my hand, nah, we wouldn't work out. So sorry, Karen, you would not work out with me. But yeah, so ugh, I do not like Karen. I'm sorry. She's the worst. But anyway, let's let's move on. So we have Brett and Olivia. Brett and Olivia was next to get married. So Olivia gifts Brett a plaque with a named star after them. And it's called the Leap of Faith. And he said it was nerdy. And I almost got mad because, you know, from last episode, I'm rooting for Olivia. I love Olivia. She's cool. But he said it was nerdy, but also it was cool because he is actually nerdy, even though he's very headstrong and very chauvinistic. Um, because he plays video games, he owns a lightsaber, he builds PCs. The dude's a nerd, okay? He, I don't care what his exterior exterior looks like, you know, his muscle-boundness. I don't care. He's he's a freaking geek, and, and he knows it. So that's cool. So, he, he, you know, even that that is actually a leap of faith so which is that's a great name for that stars because she has no idea who this person is so to do that very sweet you know kind of geeky thing was cool i i remember going out with somebody back in 2018 and she loved stargazing and that was one of our first dates with each other and i was going to name a star after her because she likes stargazing and that was going to be the like the perfect gift for somebody you know but of course we didn't go out anymore with each other after like a month because i i because i was too religious for her even though me myself i'm not that religious even though religion is important well more a connection with god is more important to me than the actual religion because i am not a religious person i have i have had sex multiple times before i've gotten married okay so there's the like the the number one cardinal rule but she was agnostic so and again we will have a podcast all about religion and relationships because that is a big part of my relationship career about religion and relationships but that that was a big thing so um i don't even know how i got onto that subject <laughs> like i'm i'm really good at wrapping it back around but i don't even know but yeah so 
I I completely I completely understand. Oh, I guess because of the the nerdy thing. So it was it was really cool that um Olivia did that nerdy thing and it was a leap of faith because she has no idea who this was, but it was very sincere and it was cool that she did that and and that it she really nailed that gift. So it, it was really good. He really appreciated it. And also too, a really cool thing that's really nerdy that I hope they talk about. Olivia's father and her stepfather they're there at the wedding and olivia's father's name is sterling and olivia's stepfather's name is rod so rod sterling that is freaking amazing because that is the host of the original twilight zone if i am correct i'm gonna look that up so i don't sound like an idiot so um give me a second because I'm pretty sure because when I heard it, I was like, oh, my God, like, that's so cool. That's like her dad's name. I mean, that's her whatever. Um, that's her uh, father's and stuff. Yeah. Rod Sterling. See, American screenwriter. Yeah, man. Like that's So that's freaking cool. I was like, oh, my God. How cool is that? So, yeah. But, um, yes. So, again, I, I was afraid. I was afraid of. Olivia meeting Brett because as in the last episode, this man at his bachelor party was trying to smash every freaking woman, every woman that was there. You know, he was flirting with the bartender. He was flirting with Henry's friend, the one, you know, the one that treats him like a bestie that I don't like as well. And it's like, man, like, calm down. Why are you so chauvinistic so i thought he was going to be the same way when he met olivia but his vows was pretty cool because he said uh this isn't the traditional way people meet but it doesn't matter anymore it's up to us and it's our story and i'm really and what and i can't wait to write it with you so like that was good i I like that so i was like okay he he's not so he's not so douchey and i really thought that he wasn't gonna like olivia but he finds her very attractive so i'm like all right good okay just be be good bread don't be bad bread okay we don't like bad bread so um even though i don't like how he finds her attractive because he says brett because i wrote down brett finds her attractive and reminds him of women he could go up to at a bar so i guess that's good i guess that he would have if they saw each other at a bar, he would have went up to her and said, like, what's up? So that's cool. Cause like sometimes these people meet, these people are selected and they kind of say, yeah, I don't think I would have ever walked up to this person in real life. So for him to say that, that that's a good thing. So he finds her attractive. So that's good. Uh, Woody and Amani got married too, got, got married as well. And Woody is just having a ball at his wedding. He, again, his moniker is Mr. Life of the Party. So, and that's that's exactly what he's doing. He's being the life of the party. And he is having the most fun at his wedding. He's making Amani laugh at the altar. You know, he's kind of doing little club dances to get her to smile and to see how cool he is. And remember how I said with the pastor that miles was miles was being read his accolades to everybody it was the same thing with woody 
he his accolades were being read and he was looking at her like yep you see girl mm-hmm. you got a catch girl that's me <laughs> you know so he's cool um Woody's good Woody's a good guy and and they and they definitely hit it off too so I think so as of right now uh Brett and Olivia are married Woody and Amani are married and um Karen and Miles are married the next episode is going to be Christina and Henry and uh um what's it called oh yeah Christina and Henry but then and also Amelia and uh, Bennett and the cliffhanger for that episode was that Amelia is walking down the aisle and she says to her mom I think it was her mom right yeah yeah, it was her mom and she goes to her mom and says I've met him before so you're like oh man like they met each other this is crazy and then they walk down and they're all like surprised with each other and the the families are looking at each other like, oh, my God, <laughs> like th- they are as awkward and eccentric as the other person is. This is a perfect match. And then the pastor is like, OK, meeting for the first time, Amelia and Bennett. And then Bennett goes, well, not exactly for the first time. And then it cuts off. And it's like, what? It's like, what? how do you guys know each other? So I'm thinking that they're former exes. And that would be freaking hilarious. You know, like you got married to your ex. Yo, that would be insane. That's the only thing that I can that's the only thing that I can think of. That would be interesting. Like you got married to your ex. But um yeah, so like that's that's the end of that episode. But also a little tidbit. I'm starting to not like I, I was kind of wavering before to get this information out but i'm starting to really not like christina okay so i don't remember if i remember that i don't i don't remember if i mentioned this the last episode but she was very apprehensive and anxiety ridden because um she didn't like the atmosphere that she was in um with the with the party and the strippers and all that stuff which i understand that that could be very overwhelming to the sensory you know, like a sense, like a sensory overload. So I get it. I, I get that stuff. But she seems kind of like, oh, I'm above this and I'm kind of pompous in a way. But she kind of calmed down. But now this this new, ep, uh, the, you know, the preview, thank you, like coming up on Murder First Sight, the preview, she's like very standoffish and like, oh, things need to be done my way, and like, oh, can you, I'm gonna take a picture now, walking down the aisle, can you guys please, like, get out of the way, it's like, she has this fixation of, like, I, I know what, no, not that I know, like, I want my marriage to be this way, you know, and it's gonna be this way, or else, you know, or not even or else, or else it doesn't mean anything, it has to be done this way, it needs to be picture perfect, or it's not gonna matter or something like that and that's dumb like christina calm down okay like calm down all right yeah you're all right but still don't be so pompous okay it's your it's your wedding day you should be happy and now i'm kind of fearing for henry because henry is super he's not dull he's just very eeyore-ish you know just not and, and i don't mean that like in a bad way like he's always like oh home oh boy 
boo-hoo, you know, not like that. That's me. <laughs> I'm like that. But he's just very kind of, oh, he's like, he's he's more like, um, oh, what's that guy? Ben Stein, you know, Bueller, Bueller. He's like that. He's very monotone. But, he's, but he seems like a good guy. And I don't want Christina to freaking mow over him just because she's not getting the picture perfect wedding that she wants you know she needs to just calm down the experts found somebody that is a match for her and she should appreciate that you know because a lot of people didn't get that opportunity you know there's 10 people on this not panel but on this show but wait hold on how many people came on the show hold on hold on let me let me let's go back all right, let's go back. 70,000 applicants. Okay, Christina, 70,000 applicants and 10 people made it. All right? So, stop bitching about you wanting whatever you want and just enjoy the moment, okay? Or you're going to miss it. It's going to fly right by you. All right? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> anyway, I can't wait for the next episode. It's going to be freaking insane. I want to know how Bennett and Amelia know each other. Oh my God. I hope that they're exes. I really hope so. That's going to be freaking amazing. But anyway, um, that is the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm sorry about that earlier rant. It wasn't even a rant. I just wanted to speak on it. And also, to tell you the truth, I just want to be able to speak more about quote-unquote controversial things just so I can get tough skin because I know later in this venture and this journey, I am going to be talking about things that might be controversial or, or that might rustle, uh, ruffle some feathers or be triggering. And I don't want to, um, I don't want to not talk about them, you know, for like the safety of my life or my career or, or this podcast, you know, I should be able to talk, about these things and not be killed for it you know and and again it's not it's not my intention or my goal to trigger people or to ruffle feathers is just to have it's just to talk and have and share my perspective on things even though our perspectives might not be shared that is literally the quote that i made up for this podcast so i can do just that there's no beef i just want to talk and have opinions and share and share my shit that's it <sighs> that felt good <laughs> but anyway thank you so much for listening i appreciate you and please keep listening go back to the episode go back to the other episodes that you haven't been listening to don't don't just jump to this one because you like the title okay so um I will be looking forward to the next episode and thank you so much for listening guys. Bye.